Hello and welcome everybody to another great episode of our PNY Pro podcast. I'm here with Derek and this is episode four and we're actually going to be talking about Seagraph. Um, Derek, you actually just came back from Seagraph. How yes. was it? Yes. Tell me all about it. I'm still catching up. <laughs> My inbox was flooded, right? which I can relate to. You jet lag? No, yes, jet lag still. still, whatever, but no, it was, it was a good time. Mm. Um, yeah, so Seagraph 2023, my first uh, time going to this event. Yeah. Um, I, it was actually cool to be there live. Um, it was in it, L.A., right? Yeah, L.A. Nice. Um, at the L.A. Convention Center. So nice. um, it was there. And it was good to be back. It was good to be actually in front of people again. You and I, we went to Alaska event mm -hmm. a year ago, and it wasn't like quite what it used to be in the past. Yeah. You know, like with attendance and yeah, stuff. Yeah, it was still kind of getting back to where it yeah. is right now. Yeah, so now, like, I, I mean, that was the another thing on the showroom floor. A lot of people were like, wow, this place is packed. And I'm talking packed every single day. Mm. Um, of course, we had the keynote there uh, by Jensen. But overall, just the show itself, it was awesome. I had a great time. Um, got to meet some of our partners, do some interviews with them, which I'm, I know we'll talk a little bit later. Yeah. Uh, but overall, no, it was it was good. It was a, it was a good flight there. Good it just flight. a lot of running around, <laughs> doing some filming, and you know, just capturing content as we always do at these events. Nice. Um, but yeah, overall, it was no, it was exciting to get back out on the road. Nice. Um, and yeah, just see people face to face and shake some hands. Yeah. So was that your favorite part of the experience, or did you have like another highlight that you had, like even aside from the keynote? Was there anything that like comes to mind immediately that when someone's like, oh, what's your favorite experience? Experience about Seagraph all across. I mean, the board. I think you already know what mine is. You guys, uh, so they, they missed me while I was gone. They printed a picture yes. I put it on my desk. It was pretty mm -hmm. funny, but um, yeah, I think the highlight to overall experience was great. Mm -hmm. But it was cool after the keynote, got to actually talk to and meet Jensen. Yeah. Um, that was that was quite the experience. <laughs> that was cool. Um, I didn't think it was gonna happen, but it did. But outside of that. Um, I think just being on the floor, you can feel the energy and you can tell people were excited. Um, right. This whole thing of the iPhone moment of AI that mm -hmm. we're in right now, that was the big topic, um, both in keynote and on the showroom floor, is how is AI changing pretty much our workflows, is changing the world as we speak right, right now. Because we all know AI is, it is, it's, it's the future. Yeah, it's, it's here. It's going to keep evolving. It's not going anywhere. It's right. only going to get bigger and better. And um, hearing that and seeing the people's excitement around that, kind of how different partners are utilizing AI and their workflows and their businesses. Um, again, it was just cool because, again, it's it's kind of new. Mm -hmm. But then just now I feel like we are. We're at this this peak level and the doors are wide open for creativity and what you can do with right. AI and generative AI and all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's really interesting to see because, uh, again, like – Jensen said it multiple times. Yeah, this is the the iPhone era of yeah. AI, and where it's like, okay, these things are just so much more accessible than they used to be. Um, granted, again, as you said, it's new technology, but in the same way, it's like we're still evolving. We're still learning from what was done in the past, and with all these brand new products, you know, like our brand new GPUs that are constantly coming out. Yeah. Um, it's it's insane to see, you know. So um, yeah, even on that same note, you know, the C graph coming into it, uh, there's a lot of people around. You were able to meet with different partners, correct? Yeah. yeah so partners, um, we did some videos. Which um, if you're not already, plug in here. You know, go yeah. go subscribe to the PMI Pro subscribe. YouTube channel. 
Um, so yeah, we have some interviews. I think a couple are still um, pending to go public, but um, they'll be out there. But ICC, mm -hmm. um, we did. Uh, we visit Puget Systems, mm -hmm. um, also Silver Draft, and then we actually got a uh, hold of uh, one of the people from Nvidia nice. and uh, got to talk to them and kind of again go over the keynote what was launched and kind of, you know, Omniverse and again, kind of like this future forward plan mm. um, for NVIDIA, then also kind of like how these products are going to help. Nice. So what were those interviews like? Do you like talk to them mainly about the keynote? Was it mainly just about, you know, focusing on what they do? Was it kind of a blend of both? How was that? It was, I wanted to keep it both because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like we can all talk about the keynote. Um, it, people who weren't on site, they got to watch it on YouTube. I mean, it was, it was blast. I think it was over a million views. Like, yeah. within, it, it was, and, you know, it gets a lot of exposure and views on it. So the people who are, are on site still get to see it. And I feel like that's where kind of like, again, if you're, wa if you're, if you're watching or listening to a podcast like this or watching YouTube content around Seagraph, again, getting that good mixture of, you know, the keynote, the atmosphere around the event mm. and some, some takeaways of, yeah. you know, the keynote and kind of, again, where, where is the future going? And again, Products that were announced, uh, yeah. you know, how is that going to shape the future for for I mean, PNY as a company, and then also Nvidia themselves. Yeah, exactly. So speaking of the keynote, so that was that your first ever keynote experience? It was. It, it was. was. <laughs> it, it was. I walked in like a little kid in a candy store. It was. It was a. It was a cool experience. Really. Um, I mean, just to put it in perspective, is. Um, I believe there was like three thousand seats, Jeez. and that place was packed. Wow! I mean, just walking in, just the anticipation of it starting. Of course, mm -hmm. it got delayed a little bit, so you're like, "Come on, let's yeah. get the doors open!" <laughs> and everyone's excited. You can feel the excitement. Um, it was awesome, Nvidia, for all the partners and everybody that was there. Uh, we kind of got some early access, so they gave oh, us nice. some donuts and some coffee oh, cool. and all this good stuff. So, yeah. you know, just having that environment around again, just partners and everybody in the industry was awesome. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you just you walk in this huge warehouse mm. and just to see the amount of seats and just the setup and the production value itself. Right. My again, my my head. I still, I'm kind of like blown away. <laughs> yeah, you know, you had every, you had the stage. Jensen was on, mm -hmm. and then you had the massive screen behind him to show everything that he was speaking to. But then also, like, I was able to get up in the fifth row because, like, mm. this is my first experience. I'm going all right. in. Right. <laughs> so I got up in the fifth row, and then you turn around, and you can kind of see there's this other massive screen. And again, keynotes. I mean, when we do videos of two, like mm -hmm. you have like some type of script or something keep right. you on track. Yes. So he was able to kind of look up there and see. But again, it wasn't just like a little monitor. I mean, this thing was massive. Yeah. The production uh, values was yes. high. And again, it's just like just to see that in real time. How like yeah, that was my first one. Every wow. launch, even um, on, on previous product launches. It was always watching just on YouTube. You know, we'd have a watch party with the team here, and That's even cool. with Nvidia and. Yeah, no, it, it was it was something uh, to check off the little uh, bucket list there, right. and uh, it, it was cool. That's really cool. That sounds like a, an amazing experience. Yeah, and if anybody, I, I if you can make it to a keynote, definitely do it. You won't be disappointed. It yeah. was it was really really awesome. That's really cool. That's really cool. So even on that same note, um, did you have any like specific takeaways that you came with? Um, you know, when you went to the keynote, you were like, oh man, I hope they show this, this, and this, but when they showed either so much more, um, what was kind of your key takeaways from the entire keynote? So, um, I mean, Jensen started off talking about, you know, I think it was like five years ago. Mm -hmm. And just to kind of see that progression over the past five years, 
Um, I don't know the exact specs or everything off the top of my head, mm -hmm. but in, five years ago at Seagraph, he had a Star Wars theme like rendered out um, video that they did. Some of you might remember it. Right. Um, you know, we'll, we have a video version. We'll throw it up on the screen now so you can kind of see what we're referencing here. Mm -hmm. But that was like one scene at 720 and then using DLS, DLSS 3 or DLSS at that time, they were uh, able to upscale it to like mm -hmm. a 1080p or something. Again, don't know exact resolution off the top of my head, but like that's mm -hmm. a comparison. They kind of had it right. down res and up res um, for that event. So now they had like, it's a DX racer, like the race cars. Yeah. And that now was at 1080p, but then boosted up to, you know, 4K quality. Mm -hmm. But all that was done in real time. Yeah. And that's... just to hear like, again, whatever, just memory and everything that was used for five years ago versus now, mm -hmm. it's just, it's mind blowing just to see that advancement in five years. And again, I think the key takeaways there was the biggest thing was accelerate computing. And mm -hmm. I know you sound like a broken record. AI, yes, generative AI, um, uh, renderings, um, AI training, like all of that is again the, the focus in the future, and again how these new cards that were launched during this it can you know help with uh, with all of that. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting because, um, again, I feel like there were a lot of different examples that were shown during the keynote. Um, again, although I wasn't able to make the keynote like yeah. you, uh, I was definitely tuning in and making sure like I can kind of stay up to date with the latest news that's coming out um, to hear what Jens is going to be talking about and just seeing the different examples, I guess from the start to finish yeah. aspect of it. So say if you have like a warehouse and you want to create a warehouse from a drawing or something like that. Like a digital that, twin of a, what it's going to be. A digital yes. twin, yeah, yeah that's correct term for it so basically starting it from from scratch and drawing it out and you know incorporating it within a template and then putting all the data into um, all these different workforces um, or these workbenches like the NVIDIA AI workbench um, being able to do all of this and to be able to create a 3D model or 3D renders to be able to see like this is exactly where I want to move this rack to or this is how I want this place to yeah. look it's very intricate and you can really see the detail of like okay AI can really do wonders not just for like the uh, you know the gaming space or for just if you just want to mess around with chat GPT like no this has real yeah, life implications. Much, yeah, it's much more than that. And um, one example you did was within Omniverse. So NVIDIA right. Omniverse, that's a, a software that they offer. Mm -hmm. um, and you can test it out. They have it, you know, for public, but also enterprise level as well. Um, but yeah, what they did is they, they use manufacturing as an example. Mm. And it's mind-blowing because you think about it back years and years ago, production for like a car commercial. Mm -hmm. If they want to go out in the desert, they need to go find a desert. They got to right. get a crew, film it, all that good stuff. To where now, what you can do is you can take that CAD file of the design of that car, mm. dump that CAD file into Omniverse, and then it's going to spit out a full high-res 3D render mm. of that vehicle. Yeah. Now to take it a step further, here's where AI jumps in. It's like, okay, now I have my render. Where do I want my car to be placed mm. for, again, commercials, advertising? So now it's okay, you have a car. I want it in the middle of a desert. Mm. Have a desert pop right up. And all this is just prompts. You're telling it what you want it to do, and it'll generate that. Um, kind of similar to, like you said, chat GPT. It's not visual, but you can say, make me a script about Seagraph, and it'll spit it out in a matter of seconds, if not minutes. Yeah. So we're in a kind of same case for a visual. So, again, that that's just one workflow for manufacturing that, you know, can utilize the new Ada generation, um, but then also utilize NVIDIA Omniverse software. And then, again, collectively, 
you're pulling an AI into this now. It's not just the individuals collaborating on a project. Um, right. you, you have that, I want to call it extra tool now to kind of help speed up your workflow and, mm-hmm. uh, again, pretty much give you something in real time pretty fast and it looks fantastic and it looks real. Yeah, definitely. And even when you're referencing even speeding up your workflow, um, I know that he mentioned some different products. Um, I know he was talking about the L40S at one point, um, but also what other products were were kind of either announced during that time or were expected to um, be talked about at this time. Yeah, so we can get into those, but at the actual keynote, um, Mm -hmm. aside from professional GPUs, we also got into the data center. Mm -hmm. Um, We talked about some of the Hopper products now, um, which was cool. I don't remember if you saw that, where he made this humongous, giant, super GPU in a sense, Mm -hmm. and uh, that was just out of this world. Yeah, real size. Yeah, (laughs) just building up and... Mm But yeah, at the keynote, he mentioned the L40S and gave some demos and and spoke to it. Um, But after the keynote ended, there were some other products launched that some people might not know of. Mm -hmm. But of course, I mean, through our social media and through NVIDIA and um, white papers and all that good stuff, a lot of advertising went out after, you know, your embargo and time is up. Mm -hmm. So we now have filled up the ADA generation stack, is what I like to call it. Because they recently launched, you know, the the RTX 6000 ADA, which was like the flagship GPU at that time. And I mean, it still is because, yes, it is like the ultimate GPU. I mean, it just pushed the industry forward with right. that launch. And then recently we had the RTX 4000 SFF, which, again, if you're watching on video, we have the A2000 next to us. It's a very small form factor, and now we have an upgrade of this from the Ampere A2000 Mm. to the 4000 SFF, which is run on Ada Lovelace architecture. Now we had that gap between those two. Yeah. And what happened at Seagraph, we now introduced the NVIDIA RTX 5000 ADA, the RTX 4500, and the RTX 5000. Mm. So now just just about any workflow or any industry, regardless of what you're doing, you have an option within the ADA lineup, which mm. is phenomenal. Yeah. So you're not kind of sh- stuck into, you know, the 4000 SFF, because, again, that's very specific to small form factor, and it's right. a different form in itself, all the way up to the, the 6000 ADA. So yeah. um, it's exciting, because, again, now we have a full stack of ADA Lovelace, which we were kind of missing before Seagraph, and those products were all announced. And, um, yeah, I'm sure we can dive into those a little bit and, yeah. you know, can hit on some specs again. Not every single one. If you want to learn more, definitely check out py.com. But yeah, yeah, definitely. I know they had some. Uh, I guess some comparisons to the different products that were announced, right? Yeah. So starting off again, I won't go too deep in this. This was the L40s. Mm-hmm. Um, again, what we'll do is we'll actually have an episode with our product manager for data center. Mm-hmm. So we'll let him come on and speak to this a little bit more in depth. Yeah. But in short. Yeah, the L40S now has 48 gigabytes of GDDR6 with ECC memory. It has 142 third-generation RT cores and 568 NVIDIA fourth-generation Tensor cores. So it is a it's a it's a supercharged version of 
the L40. So yeah. um, he gave he gave some demos during the keynote of it and um, talked about that. But then again, the, the biggest highlight again was supercomputing, um, massive data centers and AI and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So even that was the L40S. And I know, again, as you said, we're going to have someone on to talk a little bit more about that when the time comes. Um, but even as you said, when it comes to the RTX, um, the 5000 ADA, how yeah. was that kind of stack up? Yeah, so the NVIDIA RTX 5000 ADA generation has 32 gigabytes of GDDR6 memory, 400 fourth generation tensor cores, and 12,800 CUDA cores, and 100 third generation RT cores. Um, so what that means in comparison, so if you're doing any type of training, the NVIDIA RTX 5000 versus the previous NVIDIA RTX A5000 Ampere, you're at 1.5 times the performance. If you're working in a workflow of rendering, you're 2.1 times the performance of the A5000. And then, like, for example, NVIDIA Omniverse, you're at 3.3 times the performance with the 5000 ADA generation versus the past or the previous, you know, mm -hmm. RTX A5000 Ampere-based GPU. Right. So the 5000 is going to be underneath the 6000. So what about the other cards underneath that? Is there anything else? Yeah, so um, then we step into the RTX 4500 ADA generation. Um, and this card is actually equipped with 24 gigabytes of GDDR6, it also has 7,680 CUDA cores, 244th generation tensor cores, and 63rd generation RT cores. Now, again, coming into a performance here, if you're doing any type of generative AI, you're at 1.4 times the performance of an NVIDIA RTX A4500 Ampere generation. In terms of graphics, you're at 1.6 times the performance. And then also within rendering, you're at 1.5 times the performance again, of the NVIDIA RTX A4500 Ampere generation. Hmm. That's really interesting. So then we have all of those, and then you have the 4000 as well, correct? Yeah, so the 4000 kind of, again, is that last one that fills that, that stack that we talked about earlier. Mm. So when we get into the 4000 ADA generation, this one has 20 gigabytes of GDDR6 memory. It has 192 fourth generation tensor cores, 48 third generation RT cores. And then in terms of a generative AI workflow, you're at 1.2 times the performance of the NVIDIA RTX A4000 Ampere generation. And if you get into rendering, you're at 1.7 times the performance. And then also if you get into graphics, you're at 1.5 times the performance of the NVIDIA RTX a4000 ampere based GPU. So as you can see, like they really filled the stack between the the current, what was current, the 4000 SFF and the 6000 ADA. Mm. So now again, we have different cards in the middle that completes the stack of ADA generation. Um, and again, those specs, those are just some things, again, generative AI, rendering, right. um, training. I mean, those again are all the main topics that were discussed during the keynote. And um, again, if you want more information, again, we'll have more content coming out. Um, but for now, like that, that's just some good charts to, to take a look at and kind of mm -hmm. see the performance you're getting over with the ADA generation over the, the, the past uh, Ampere yeah. based. Yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, that's really interesting. Uh, if you guys want a little bit more information, you can go to pny.com forward slash professional. You can check out more information there. Yeah. Um, so Derek, is there any other information that you actually wanted to tell us about or just talk about in general? So I don't know about information. Again, I don't want to just information dump on the podcast. Mm -hmm. But again, like you said, they go to the website and they can get really technical with all the specs. There's a lot more mm -hmm. than just the, the few. But I feel like those are the important key 
see um, features that a lot of people try to reference with the new cards. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing I do want to go back to was, again, the whole generative AI right. and kind of how it's going. I know um, back to the keynote, you know, Jensen was up there and they were talking about, you know, AI training. And it's pretty cool to see, again, how these cards are going to help because they were trying to train an AI model. And what they did is said, or what they said was, you know, hey, give me an image of, you know, Toy Jensen in outer space. So they prompted it and it generated an image, but it was nothing like Jensen. Mm-hmm. So they're like, okay, now this is the cool part of AI and how we can start training these models for whatever industry it is. But now they said, let's upload six, I think it was six photos of Toy Jensen into this um, training and then let's see what it comes out with. So they put those, you know, six Toy Jensen's in mm-hmm. and say, okay, render me uh, Toy Jensen in space. And boom, it looked just like him. It, it related to Jensen. It looked just like Toy Jensen. And again, it's it's almost instant with these things. It, wow. It's it's cool. And I think that's another thing that does excite me because I've always heard, I've always heard the buzzword of, you know, AI, generative AI. Right. We all do. Like that's mm-hmm. the big thing right now, especially chat GPT. But just to kind of hear a look, dive more into the training purpose of it, mm-hmm. it's cool because again, it's it's not just suited for one industry. I think yeah. um, Jensen mentioned it was like something like two thousand different small businesses or businesses starting to you know open up and explore this whole AI um, environment. So again, I think the future is bright. Uh, the future of AI is only going to get better. Um, with these new Ada Lovelace products, they're going to help in terms of performance, compute, rendering out images, rendering out text, whatever it is you're doing with some type of AI training or model. Um, again, it's just this This here is the next step. And again, it's all about productivity, mm-hmm. saving time, and these cards are going to deliver that. Wow. That's, that sounds it's crazy. Like, <laughs> That's the perfect way like, to put it, yeah. honestly. Yeah, I think there was a lot of great information that was found throughout the keynotes, whether that's you know talking about generative AI or just talking about the brand new products that are yeah. available and just the information that's out there. Um, so yeah, again, thank you for coming through. And now we're Absolutely. always, yeah. you know, <laughs> it's always us. But you know, like, it's no, it's, this is a cool trip because yeah. again, it was it's it's awesome to just actually be able to speak to Seagraph, mm-hmm. speak from a, a, like being there live again. Yeah. It's, it, it was a really cool experience. And I know I said it earlier in the episode, but if you have a chance, definitely go see a keynote live in person. Mm-hmm. It's cool. And also, again, I, I was able to get a photo with Jensen. Yeah. Um, after the <laughs> keynote, he walked around, visited the partners' booths and everything. So it was really cool to see him interact with the actual community mm-hmm. and partners that are, you know, selling and using the products that he just spoke about. Yeah. And we would love to get you on a podcast, Jensen. Yeah. That's next. We will one time. <laughs> Step two. Yeah. All good. All good. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much um, for the wealth of information that you even were able to kind of translate to us and for the viewers as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, go ahead and tell us where you can actually find us oh, on social. Oh, I get social. to close out this You time. get to close cool. it out. We're switching yeah. it up. So if anything, yeah, that was just like a little speck of information. Yeah. So on social media and YouTube, PNY Pro, then also you can find PNY Pro on any of your favorite uh, podcast platforms. So Again, we appreciate everyone tuning in and listening to the first few episodes, and we have a lot more great content coming up. Right, yeah, and if you have any questions or thoughts on what we should do or talk about in in the next episodes, definitely leave them in the comments below. Yeah, sounds good. Hey, it was great talking with Seagraph, and again, I'm looking forward to going next year, and you're going to come with me. Nice. (laughs) I'd love to see it. All right, have a good one, guys. Talk to you later. (laughs) 